Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Oz. It's Tuesday, the 14th of December. International Monkey Day, it is. Peter Jackson actually decided to release King Kong on this day. It's a special day for monkey lovers around the world. Zara, what's making news on this sunny Tuesday? We are going to foreign affairs first, and Australia has signed a $1 billion defence contract with South Korea after leaders from the two nations held formal talks in Canberra. Defence Minister Peter Dutton said on the deal, it's one of the several projects that will modernise the Australian army, ensuring it continues to maintain a capability advantage now and into the future. Meanwhile, looking more domestically and Health Minister Greg Hunt has confirmed that Australia is on track to welcome fully vaccinated visa holders tomorrow, despite the spread of the Omicron variant. The easing of international borders will allow international students, skilled migrants, humanitarian working holiday and provisional family visa holders to return to the country. Some good news for our WA listeners. The Premier, Mark McGowan, has announced the state will ease its border restrictions on Saturday, the 5th of February next year. It comes as the state yesterday reached the 80% double-dose vaccination milestone for its population aged 12 and over. And some more good news for you. The federal government has announced it will commit $106 million over the next four years to support telehealth becoming a permanent feature of Australia's healthcare system. More than 16 million of us have used telehealth services during the pandemic, with Health Minister Greg Hunt saying it's been critical to ensuring the continuity of care for hundreds of thousands of Aussie patients during the COVID pandemic. Because I'm afraid we're now facing an emergency in our battle with the new variant, Omicron. And we must urgently reinforce our wall of vaccine protection to keep our friends and loved ones safe. Today, we're launching the Omicron Emergency Booster national mission, unlike anything we've done before in the vaccination program, to get boosted now. That was UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson yesterday reflecting on the situation currently unfolding in the UK. There is no mincing of words there. The case numbers in the UK have been climbing quite dramatically. And in light of that, we know that the government has announced that booster shots will be offered to everyone in the UK over the age of 18 before the end of the year. And that's to slow the spread of the Omicron COVID-19 variant. Sam, what do we know is happening over there right now? So before we dive into what has happened in the last kind of week or so, let's zoom out a bit and just paint a picture of what it's like in the UK. So since the beginning of the pandemic, there's been 10.8 million COVID cases in the UK with 146,000 deaths. Over 80% of people aged 12 and up in the UK have received two doses of the vaccine with 40% of adults receiving three doses. And that is the real push from Prime Minister Boris Johnson yesterday. He said there is a tidal wave of Omicron coming and urged people to get this third booster shot. And that's when he made the announcement, Zara, that everyone over the age of 18 will get a booster by the end of the year if they want one. Case numbers of Omicron are doubling in the UK every two to three days. It's not that much of a change from the original plan. The original plan was to offer everyone a booster shot by the end of January, but they've just kind of expedited that process. Similar to the way here that the booster shot once was available after six months and now it's after five months. It's small changes to the system to speed up progress in light of the Omicron variant. 
People in the UK are really responding to calls for more booster shots. On Saturday, over a million booster shots and third doses of the vaccine were administered. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said at that press conference that we played you at the beginning, I'm afraid it's now clear that two doses of the vaccine are simply not enough to give the level of protection we all need. Now, interestingly, Zara, we're starting to get a little bit more detailed health information about what Omicron is actually doing to a health system like the UK's. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that whilst they're facing an emergency in our battle with the new variant, he did say that scientists still can't determine if it's less severe and that a wave of Omicron through the population would risk, though, a level of hospitalisation that could overwhelm the National Health Service. So there's clearly an indication here that Omicron is a force to be reckoned with. The big clue for UK authorities is simply the fact that there has been hospitalizations from Omicron in those who are double or even triple vaxxed. And all of this has led to the threat level of the UK's COVID-19 response being raised to a level four, which indicates a high or rising level of transmission. It's a five-level system, and for the threat to be raised to a five, it's an indication that the healthcare system is about to be overwhelmed. So we, we really want to avoid that. So from here, Zara, the plan for the UK government is to continue that rate of a million doses a day until the end of the year. And it's believed that that should offer adequate protection to allow the transmission level to to stay at that level four and to not hit a level five. It's a national mission to deliver booster vaccines. There's pop-up vaccination centres back and seven days a week rotating teams of military planners and thousands of volunteer vaccinators. There is a sense that I get that the UK is a couple of weeks ahead of where Australia currently is. We're seeing rising cases in some of the big cities across Australia and especially with this Newcastle cluster in New South Wales, rising cases of the Omicron variant. And it's worth keeping a close eye on the UK and their experience with this booster rollout. On that positive note, that is all we have time for today. Thank you, as ever, for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you want to find out more or keep up to date on the latest case numbers across Australia, follow us on Instagram. It's where over a quarter of a million Australians get their news every day. We'd love to welcome you as part of that community, and thanks for supporting us over here on the pod. Have a great day.